Hi, I'm Lauren Dimmitt-Waters. Hi, I'm Alyssa Chapman. We're two New York City bloggers and influencers who have been covering beauty, fashion, and family life for what seems like forever. But now we're two women in midlife who want to discover all the secrets to growing younger. We're ready to explore topics that deal with health and anti-aging, especially when it comes to beauty, fashion, lifestyle, wellness, and longevity. We'll unearth what works and what you shouldn't waste your money on. Even if it's crazy, we'll hunt down the latest and greatest to help us all get through this journey with a little humor. And a lot of moxie. We want to keep fighting that fight so we can grow old ungracefully. So welcome to Beauty is a Bitch. Hey, everyone. It's Lauren Demet-Waters with Fountain of 30. And it's Melissa Chapman with the StatenOwnFamily.com. How you doing, Melissa? I am doing good. I'm like really excited about today's podcast. And you so must am- do the, yeah, definitely do the introductions because they're, they're, it's a really great guest. Okay, I just want to first explain that we are doing this remotely. So if there are any sound issues, we apologize, but we thought it was just really important to get these podcasts still recorded. So bear yes, with us, okay? Yes, please bear with us. We just want you to have the information and like, who knows when we're going to be able to be in, you know, with each other again. So I hope soon. I miss you. <laughs> I know, but I don't know the way this country's going. It's kind of scary, but I know. Whatever. We're so close yet so far. Okay, so I want to introduce Dr. Jeanette Graff, and she is a distinguished dermatologist, groundbreaking peptide researcher, very interested for those of us that are aging, inner and outer beauty expert, best-selling author. She's also a hands-on creator of high-performing anti-aging skincare, which you can sometimes see online, right? And uh, what, what show is it? HSN? Yes, HSN. HSN. And uh, let's see, she's also a cutting edge uh, expert, dermatologist in cosmetic injectables and skin science. She does it all. She's board certified and she is a clinical research and a teaching dermatologist. I want to welcome Dr. Graf. Oh, you can also see her too sometimes on Dr. Oz, the the Fox and Friends, Good Morning America, Inside Edition and The View. She's everywhere. And we're so lucky to have her. Dr. I know. Graf, when do you have time to, you know, have a life for yourself? You're so busy. Oh, my God. That is my life. <laughs> well, you know what? It's an important life. You're doing you're doing really important work, especially now with everything that's going on with COVID, which is what we're which is why I think Lauren initially contacted you, because um, there's a lot of issues with COVID mask and COVID face. You know, that I know personally and I don't know. I can't speak for Lauren or anybody else, but. I've had a really hard time um, wearing a mask. I'm finding that it's giving me complete like like rosacea, rosacea type acne around my like around my um, chin, uh, you know, where my laugh lines are. And I do everything sure. I can to like not go outside or in places where I have to wear a mask. So these people that I see going to Disney, it's like you could not pay me <laughs> to wear my mask and go and like pay to go to a theme park would I have to wear all day because I feel like I'd come back with you know, looking, looking just like a huge red face. Well, you're in good company because I'm seeing a lot more skin issues because of mask wearing. And it's very uncomfortable for many reasons. But the reason, in a nutshell, that you're seeing more breakouts, whether it's rosacea, whether it's perioral dermatitis, whether it's dry patches from irritation of skin, or acne itself is because there's a combination, a perfect storm of warm breath, breathing Mm. into the mask accompanied by sweating and rubbing, rubbing of the mask. So any mask is going to do that. Right. 
Um, yeah, I'm having, I'm having, I have to wear a mask probably more than Melissa because I'm out a little bit, but I try, especially in this heat, I'm trying to avoid it, but uh, I am definitely breaking out when I wear it. And I've yeah. been, I, you told me to use uh, pads dipped in witch hazel and I, I actually keep them in my purse and I have been wiping off every time I take off the mask and I, it is getting better. Oh, that's so good to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. And I like witch hazel because it's a distillate and it's not alcohol. It's kind of soothing right. to the skin and you can get it in small pads. So you can carry yeah, you them can. in your pocket yeah. and you can just take it out. And sweating is, you can think of it, especially, you know, not necessarily under the mask area, but you can think of it when you're sweating, there's oil accompanying it. I mean, the two kind of go hand in hand. So that's a good time. And you know what? People are working out. People are running. They're walking. So the idea of sweating and oil production, especially between the hours of 12 and 5, is very common. Right. It's like the perfect storm for just, you know, killing your face. I mean, I, I, have, yeah. a whole, I have a whole new appreciation for surgeons who wear a mask, you know, during like an eight hour operation. I never realized or even all our first responders and the, and the people who have been on the front lines. I can't. I mean, you see the pictures where they're wearing a mask and they have these like deep embedded lines in their face. I mean, it's just it's it's a whole new world. And now we we all, you know, our kids have to wear them. We have to wear them. So it's definitely good to have some tips on how to, you know, prevent the, the chasing. Yeah, so what yeah, what are some tips that you recommend besides the witch hazel? Well, the tips that I recommend in order to combat the rubbing and the deep lines, and you can see them on your nose. I know when I take off my N95 mask at the end of the day, I've got an indentation on my nose because I have to wear it pretty tightly to protect right. my patients. Um, I would put on triple paste or a barrier cream or A&D ointment or desitin. Mm. Those prevent, you know, those will be protective against contact. If you think it's, it's they're diaper creams. So mm. if it, you know, in the same way that it protects the elastic of the diaper from rubbing against the skin, it will protect the skin from the mask rubbing against it. You said the witch hazel. And also, if you're getting irritation behind your ears, because a lot of people wear the mask that hook onto the ears or around the nose, you can try um, an over-the-counter hydrocortisone because that can help. Awesome. Okay, yeah. everybody, those are your tips. Uh, and um, you said that you also noticed, though, that you're seeing about the dry hands and things like that. Let's just touch on that very quickly. Yes, I am seeing so much hand eczema. Eczema is a condition of dry skin that gets out of control and then you get a rash and it's okay. itchy and it's dry and patchy. So from all of the hand washing that we're seeing, because people are washing their hands, rightfully so, a lot more frequently and too much hand sanitizer. And there are some very... Um, there are some soothing hand sanitizers, but there are also some very potentially irritating because of all the alcohol in them. So for that, what you have to do is really, um, I, I recommend more hand sanitizer. I also recommend having hand cream with you all times of the day. Have one in your pocket, mm -hmm. have one in your car, by the sink, have them all over the house and just keep slathering it on. Well, you have to have Great. so many creams and ointments and antiseptic but it's important <laughs> so of course well no, the yeah. creams are imp they're they're important and it's important to put them in places that you are going to be because let's say that you're in one room and you know the hand sanitizer is in your cabinet and another you're not going to get up and go get it 
Right. So have it in different places so that oh, seeing should, is You should see my car. Oh my car. <laughs> <laughs> my car. It's ridiculous. I, I had to borrow my husband's car last night and uh, I got in it. And I'm like, wait, where's my stuff? You know, <laughs> like, you know, I need my hand sanitizer, my lotion, my gloves, my mask. I mean, it's it's I'm like, look like I'm ready for the apocalypse in my car. Um, OK, let's go on to anti-aging skincare. OK, I, I know that's really what I'd like to talk about, because that's what we talk about here is how to age well. And um, it was time that we spoke to a top dermatologist about anti-aging skincare. So what are some tips that you recommend to help us age better? Dr. And Brown. This is such this is such a timely topic, Lauren, because, you know, with this pandemic and with this quarantine, I'm noticing it's much harder to take care of yourself. And because you're wearing a mask, people are just not as motivated to take care of themselves in the same way. So this is great. That's true. It's okay. really funny because my husband's like, when I go out for walks now, he's like, why are you putting on any makeup? You're just wearing a mask anyway. Like, what are you doing? Well, right. when, was the last time, <laughs> when was the last time you put lipstick on? I, I, I can't. Remember, no, I ruined all my masks. I had to get yeah, all new ones because I forgot. I was like, oh, darn it. And then my masks were all ruined. Yeah. And I, you know, I used to love putting lipstick on as the final link touch, as the final touch. Yes. And as I pick it up and I say, what am I doing? Right. right. <laughs> right. No one's going to see it. So, you know, let's the go back. The inside of my mask is it. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I yeah. absolutely know because I've got the same issue. And I use a right. tinted sunscreen, so I, I have it all over. So right. the number one thing that I tell everyone, and this is so important, is drink lots of water. That is the number one detreatment that you can have. Without water, your skin is dehydrated. And I will tell you that, how do you know your skin's dehydrated? How do you know you're dehydrated? There's something called skin sugar. If you pick up your skin and it kind of takes its time flattening and it doesn't snap back, then you need to drink more water. Oh, wow. Whoops. I'm getting some right now. Wait, wait. So does okay. that mean like if you pull it and it, and it just like doesn't, it doesn't just go back down or what do you mean by that? It should go down quickly. Okay. If you pick it up, it should snap back down okay. quickly. Um, one of the clinical ways that we see is called skin turgor. When we lift up the skin, if it's kind of doughy and it takes its time going back down, then you're dehydrated. But water is the most important beauty treatment because number one, it has the effect of increasing your internal pH, which is called internal alkalinity. It's associated with glowing health, glowing skin, and everything glowing. So it is so important. What does water do? It flushes out the toxins of your lymphatics. Lymphatics are, the, I call them the sewage system of the skin because they run parallel to your blood vessels, your arteries and veins. So when you're detoxifying, the junk products, the metabolites, the things you want to get rid of kind of get stored in the lymphatics. Now, the lymphatics do not have their own pumping system like the arteries and veins do. So we've got to encourage the lymphatics to drain. And one of the ways we do it is by pushing them out. And that's with water, drinking water. But, we can, but before you go to the next tip, so I have to finally hear it from the, from the source. So I drink plain seltzer water. I don't like regular water. There's no mm -hmm. sodium in my water, my seltzer, just plain seltzer water. Is that the same as drinking regular water or no? Perfect. Oh, it is. Okay. 
Okay, it's yeah. absolutely fine. The okay. fact that it has no sodium is a real plus. Okay. And if you want to go a step further, you okay. can add lemon. Squeezing a lemon into the water mm-hmm. increases the alkalinity. So that is a great thing to do. Great. Great. Okay. I drink lemon water all day long. Yay. <laughs> Excellent. Yay. Excellent. Okay, I'm doing something right. So what's the <laughs> next recommendation? Because I well, probably am not doing the next thing right. But who knows? Well, I think you probably are. Oh, good. Um, part of it anyway, you know, the one thing, number one, don't smoke. Smoking yeah. cigarettes, of first of all, aside from the fact that it kind of diminishes the oxygen that gets to your skin tremendously. I mean, it's practically zero. If you've looked at people who smoke, they have large pores. Their skin is a yellowish color. Wow. And they have lines. Have you noticed? Around oh, the yes. Who, oh, my for God. Sure. Yes. But why does that happen? Why do you get the pores? You know, the, the lines around the mac and mouth can be from pursing your lips, but there's correlation, direct correlation. They're called the enzymes that degrade and break down collagen are called MMP, MMP1. That specific enzyme breaks down collagen. And these, these are called matrix which is collagen, metalloproteinases, which is an enzyme that breaks them down. Some build them up, some break them down. And uh, there's an elevation of, of cigarette smoke or cigarette smoke increases the level of the collagen breakdown enzyme. So you're directly breaking down what holds your skin together and makes your skin firm, makes your pores small. That is why you don't smoke, many reasons. But from a skin point of view, that's okay. why you don't smoke. I feel like we should just um, isolate what you just said because so many people believe that smoking like keeps them skinny and, it, and oh, it doesn't affect the skin. Like they, they'll like say, oh, well, look at this actress. She smoked all her life. But you know what? We don't know what work that actress has had. And what you just said, it's like, there, there's the proof. There's the science. What else do you need? I mean, I guess when you're ready to quit, you're ready, you, know, you have to be ready to quit. But this is actual proof that it does age you. So that's good to know. And on a medical point of view, and I know this podcast isn't direct, but I do have to say from a medical point of view, there's an increase in basal cell and squamous cell, especially skin cancers on the skin. It's not just lung cancer. It's oh, that wow. as well. So, you know, I know this is about beauty, but that's really well, hey, important. No, kind of uh, carcinoma is, you know, if you have to have stuff, skin cancer removed, that's not beautiful. Yeah. So. Well, my yeah, father-in-law so, died from skin cancer. Yeah, so we, you know, there's so many reasons. There's so many reasons not to smoke. Wow. Okay. Well, good. Okay. Yeah. And so what's your next tip? Well, alcohol. Um, And there's been an increase in alcohol. You see lines in the liquor store with this pandemic. Uh, I'm waving my hand over here. Yes. Yeah. And what about all these these wine fairy groups have popped up too, I've noticed. Everyone's, you know, they... The wine fairies, all these women are delivering wine baskets. Uh, I started one in my town. I'm guilty. But you know what? I have cut back. I have to say it was it was my wine consumption was more than it's been. But in the past few weeks, I've really cut back. So that's good. Well, Dr. Graff, is that is that is is uh, would you say that cutting back is a good thing for anti-aging? Yes. Moderating alcohol intake. If you drink too much alcohol, first of all, wine has a sugar effect. So you might see that some people get a headache, especially with red wine. It can worsen rosacea. It can also 
you know, a little bit of wine is healthy. I mean, it's good for blood pressure. It's right. good for your heart. But when you drink too much, you're going to start to experience some sort of unpleasantness. And also too much alcohol, not just wine, alcohol actually can dehydrate you. And when people also drink alcohol, they eat more. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why that's really why I stopped. I call it the, you call I call it the Hoover effect. And <laughs> I, I will Hoover up the pantry. So, well, you're not as, you're not as, yeah, you're not as disciplined. Oh, so then you start, yeah, you start reaching for the snacks, for other things. Yeah. And you know, there's stuff in the house I wouldn't normally keep in the house because we're in the house so much more and I'm more apt to eat it if I've had a couple glasses of wine. So that's really kind of why I cut back, but I'll, I'll go with aging. I'll go with anti-aging. Okay. (laughs) So what do you do if you're, if you're drinking wine or you're drinking any kind of alcohol, Try to drink one or two glasses in between of, of water. water. I uh, should have said that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> one yeah. or two glasses of vodka. <laughs> Try to drink. So yeah, you kind of flush it out is what you're right. saying. Yeah, okay. and you're rehydrating at the same Got it. time. Okay. <laughs> so what about caffeine then, since we're talking? Because I've kind mm. of cut back on the coffee a lot. Like I'm not even drinking it every day. Wow. I know. I know. No, no, I know. I don't understand. Wait, I don't understand that. Hold on a second. Beep, beep. So what do you do (laughs) when you get up in the morning? Like, don't you feel so sluggish? I just drink water and I get going. I don't know. I just, I really push through it. You push the initial. Yeah. Wow. Lord, that's amazing. That's awesome. Well, I I don't, I don't know. I mean, thank you. I'm, I'm that's fantastic. You. You've actually gotten healthier during this pandemic. <laughs> I am now. No, but, I am in the past. I am. I have in the past few weeks because I just made a concerted effort. I'm like, I'm sick of looking, feeling. I'm sick and tired of looking sick and tired and feeling sick and tired. Mm-hmm. So, sure. I'm, you know, I gain. I got to get the weight off that I gained during the first three months of this nightmare. So now <laughs> I'm focusing will. on you health. Will. I well, definitely giving up coffee. Well, I mean, that's huge. At least, you know, not well, I haven't given it up completely. I mean, like on the weekends, I'll have a cup with my husband, but I'm not like I, you know, I use I, I'm not having that. I have to have a cup when I got out of bed every morning. No, no. I am drinking water. Yes. No. I actually don't feel badly about caffeine. OK, I oh, think yeah. caffeine caffeine has quite a few benefits. OK, as does coffee, green tea. Caffeine has some benefits. First of all, it is an antioxidant. OK, yes. Caffeine. Now, here's the key. First, you don't overconsume it, obviously, because it has other effects. If you have too much of it, it gives you palpitations. It can raise your blood pressure. You know, it's so too much isn't good. It can it can disrupt your sleep if you have it too late. So, if you want it, you can have decaf if you're late, so that it doesn't disrupt your sleep. But here's the thing: if you go to a diner, and I know we're not going these days, but if coffee is sitting around in a pot. Mm-hmm. It oxidizes, and mm. that's when it becomes unhealthy. You don't want oxidized coffee. I am incapable of drinking oxidized coffee unless it's the only act in town, and I have no other choice. And then it becomes like, remember, uh, maybe before your time, I'm sure, but the Adams family, they used to take coffee, and it would go out like syrup. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, so, I remember that. I remember that. So that's an act of super desperation. But right, first of right. all, a lot of us have carried coffee makers, that coffee is freeze dried and put into those cups immediately. So it's having fresh coffee. Right. If you want to have espresso, if you want to grind your own organic beans, 
that is good coffee to have. So at a restaurant or if you're going into places that have outdoor seating, order a cappuccino or an mm. espresso instead of regular coffee. You don't want coffee that's sitting around. Interesting. That so that's a great tip. Okay. Yeah. I did yeah. not know that. Awesome. Yeah. There are some really good benefits to coffee. Okay. Okay. Then I feel justified in the couple I'm having. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, okay, and what else? Yeah, you also what? said you were, you were also mentioning about um, having a healthy alkaline diet. What 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 is an alkaline diet? Okay, if I when I was talking about water, I was talking about increasing your internal pH, mm-hmm. and that's alkalinity. Acidity is associated; it's the opposite. It's associated with a lot of diseases, and it starts with inflammation. So, an alkaline diet is an anti-inflammatory diet. That means things that you want to avoid, such as sugar, such as, oh, this is horrible, diet colas, <laughs> diet sodas. Oh, oh, I, yeah, I've never, I'm, that's the one thing. It's so funny how, we, you know, it's like, that's like a running joke with women who are trying to lose weight. Like, give me everything, you know, that's fatty, but I'm going to have a diet Coke. You know, it's, I, I, I feel like it's the worst thing for you. I don't know how people don't realize that. Now, you can also... How do you know what's alkaline? How do you know what's acid? You can find charts on the internet. They're all over the place. And also, as Americans, I don't know if you'll agree or disagree, but we overconsume protein. Oh, 100%. And protein, protein is acid producing. We call them acid producers because not all acid acidic foods are acid producers. For exact, for example, lemon, lime, grapefruit. They're acidic fruits, citric acid, but they are alkaline producing. So they do raise your pH. How do we know that? Because when they're metabolized, there are minerals in there. So minerals are a way of increasing your pH. So taking a mineral supplement will increase your pH, which is and make you more alkaline. Whereas we think of yogurt and milk as alkaline, right? But they're mm-hmm. acid producers. So getting those charts and seeing what's an alkaline producer in this day and age, if this was a perfect world without stress, which is a real acid producer, Mm. when you want 50% of each, but in today's world, you want 70% alkaline producer. So lots lots of color on your plate, greens, salads, fruit. Um, It's that's how you want to do it. Eat the Um, rainbow, right? Yes. Rainbow. And the rest of them, you have to moderate. You want some protein. Um, red meat is the most acidic of um, lamb chops. Fish is a little less acidic. Nonetheless, it is eggs, nuts. Those are acidic. So protein is acidic as a general rule, unless it's plant protein. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a vegan, so you're preaching to the choir. I love this. Like, I'm like keep preaching the non-acidic stuff. But I know that not everyone can be a vegan. So, you know, I guess if you can't, it's a, it's a matter of just really monitoring you know, how much of these acidic foods you uh, take in, right? Yes, but you also want to be a healthy vegan because yeah, you know right, that right. if you're vegan, you could, I, I had a patient who was vegan who I had to get her triglycerides down. They were really high. Right. So there are things that you can eat as a vegan that are fabulous. And there are things like breads that oh, are yeah. acid and acidic and rice, you know, too much of it. Mm-hmm. So everyone has to. Watch okay. And also part of alkalinity is exercise, not over exercising. 
but exercise promotes. Remember I talked about the lymph, getting rid of the lymph in your system. Yes. You're mm-hmm. getting rid of all the lymph. Exercise increases it by 50% as does massage. <laughs> it, it gets oh, rid good. of good. Yeah. So, Lauren, you and I should have our husbands give us massages and explain to them that they're helping our lymph system when they massage us. Yeah, that my is husband's correct. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, yeah, my husband's good for a massage for about three minutes. Oh my God, he, oh, mine too. Yeah. Mine like, too. He's good for three minutes and then he's like, uh, I'm bored. You right, know, right. So. I'm, I'm like, that yeah. is not a massage. It's like a two second nothing. Exactly. No, but you have to pay to get a massage. That not all lymphatic has to be effortful. Like, is that a word? Is that even a word? Exercise, you have to put effort, but massage, you just right. lay there and get the benefit. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> so I love is, it. So you can also say to people, an anti-aging tip is to get a massage. That's a great thing to know. Like that's Absolutely. one of the anti-aging, you know, one of the ways to keep young. For so many reasons, stress, yeah. relaxation, those are all good. Yeah, because oh. stress is a, stress is will age you faster than anything. So Oh yes. Well, yeah. Well, maybe cigarettes, but stress is up there. Okay, so exercise, we yeah, you got your sweating all that stuff out too. I mean, that's absolutely how I feel. I feel when I'm sweating that it's like you're cleansing. You know, it's like getting out what needs to get out. Right, all the bad, yes. all the bad toxins yeah. and the bad energy. Right. Okay, what else? What else have you got for us under some skincare tips? Well, as we go into the right skincare regimen, how do you decide okay. that? And yes, there's something, that's a big question. There's something called skin circadian rhythms. I remember when I used to go to department stores way back when, and they had all these products and they'd say, well, this you put on at night, this you put on at the day. This yes. you put on. And I'd say, yeah. why? And they'd say, that's just how you do it. <laughs> right, but, right. See, there's a really important thing to do, and it's based on skin circadian rhythms. Circadian rhythms, it's about jet lag and getting enough rest. So if you've ever been jet lagged or pulling all nighter for an exam and you haven't slept, if you look in the mirror, your skin looks dull. You have dark circles under your eye. That's jet lagged skin. So it's really important not only to get sleep. Sleep is an important beauty treatment for a number of reasons and to use the right treatments during the day and at night. The skin circadian rhythms, in the daytime, the skin pH, which is really important for our microflora and protective cells and bacteria to work properly, in the daytime, that's protection. So that means that we need protection during the day and as the day goes on and we're running into all these different climates, and indoor and outdoor and all these things in the atmosphere, environmental stuff and pollutants, we need that protection. So we get it with an increase in the pH of our skin. So we're working better and the production of sebum. Sebum is really important. That's my theory as to why people who have oil production seem to age more slowly than people with very dry skin. Sebum is protective because in sebum or oil, We produce vitamin E, and that is an antioxidant. So it's part of our natural protection. As part of vitamin E, we're going to age more slowly, and we're going to protect ourselves from the environment. Now, it may be a little bit different now because the environment has changed, but the peak hours for sebum production are the hours of noon to five, which is when the sun is strongest. So that's really important. Now, during the day, we also have a breakdown of our skincare product, of our skincare products that we're wearing. 
So the breakdown metabolites have to be cleaned in the evening to prepare our skin for the very important renewal function that takes place overnight. So we cleanse our skin much the same way as we do in the morning, get rid of the makeup, get rid of the day, and we're ready. We're ready to first exfoliate our skin. Exfoliation is a natural process that takes place. When we're children, we don't need to exfoliate our skin because our moisture is perfect. As we get older, our cells and our enzymes that exfoliate are no longer working because of the dryness in our skin. So we have to do it. It should be done gently. It should be done effectively. Glycolic acid, retinol. Um, not retinol, I'm sorry, um, glycolic acid, lactic acid, salicylic acid. We can get them in the form of take-home peels that we do or pads. One of the two, those are all perfect. After that, we should put retinol on our skin. Retinol is vitamin A. It's important for the renewal process, for the renewing and the rebooting of our DNA of our skin. And then we can put moisturizer on. During the night, we are exfoliating. We're doing all of the renewal processes, processes, and that's important. It throws off the toxins that we've accumulated from our lymphatics, and our pH of our skin is a little bit lower to accommodate that. So we're going to be ready to protect ourselves in the morning again, and that's circadian rhythms in a nutshell. Wow. That's yes, a lot of stuff. It's, it's amazing how there's so many different, you know, people just think, oh, anti-aging, I'll just slap some moisturizing cream on or you know, I'll, I'll just get a shot of Botox, but it's really like, it's like an inside out kind of job. You know? It's an inside out and outside in because the fact <laughs> is we know so much more about skincare. We know so much more about the way the skin functions and, you know, you don't have to get Botox. It's great to get Botox and filler, but if your skin is dull, yep. that's going to take over. Yep. You're not going to notice the other stuff. So, right, you know, so I'm this, curious, like, so if someone, let's say, you know, someone comes to you and, you know, that you give them Botox filler and it, and it doesn't really seem to be sticking or staying as long, would you say it, it could be that there's something else going on? You, you know what I mean? Like, like it's definitely not like a, a panacea. I think that's what we're all being taught now. It's like, we all feel that, oh, just get a shot of Botox and it's a panacea for looking young, but it's not, it's not a fountain of youth. Well, for some people, it's a starting point. And how long something is going to last varies uh, based on, first of all, when you're getting it. If it's your first treatment, it may not last as long because you're retraining the muscles. And with filler, the whole key is getting the correct filler and the right filler in the right place. But if your skin, as you said, is dull, or if your diet is not good or healthy and your skin reflects that, then absolutely, you're correct. That's not enough. You're going to have to take care of your skin. Okay. No, this is Lauren, amazing. Lauren, I've gonna, learned, I've actually learned a lot and I thought I knew everything. <laughs> don't, don't we get a, a lot of people come to, we have a group called Growing Younger and a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I'm starting to see lines. Like, should I get Botox? Should I not get Botox? And it's always something that, I mean, I always say definitely get Botox, but I feel like maybe they you know, it's, it's not just the end all, you know, it's, it's really... So many. No, we have to be drinking a lot of water. Is what I'm like. (laughs) You have to drink well. You have to eat well. You have to do all the healthy things that everyone kind of knows about the details. I could always be asked, and I'm happy to answer. Um, But it it is really, really important to do everything. And you know, the icing on the cake, Botox and filler are making people look younger. They are not getting surgery as quickly, and that's important. So everything's important, but skincare and healthy eating are the most important. Because first of all, that's our health. Right. 
See, I'm seeing a theme here, Melissa, between everybody that we're talking to for our podcast. It seems that the key to growing younger and aging well is really a healthy lifestyle. It really is. It It all comes down to that. First and foremost. First and foremost, you're absolutely right. Yeah, it it really is. So, you know, if you're smoking, please give it up. Uh, If you're drinking too much, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Back moderate. off of it, like right. moderate <laughs> right. every, listen, I believe that life is for the living and that, you know, if you want to have a bite of that cake, have the bite of the cake, just don't eat the whole cake, you know, like, right. You got to live your life, but do it in a way that is not detrimental to your health. That's- and I feel, things- like, I feel like you said that, Dr. Beth. I feel like that was a common theme right. of what you're saying that there's no, even when I was like, oh, well, I'm vegan. You're like, yeah, but you're vegan, but you still have to remember that you can't, ju- you know, you have to be careful too. So it's like, but on the other hand. Hold on. Yeah, but on the other hand, don't give up things that you love dietary right. wise. So if you like half and half in your coffee, have it. If you want to have a small piece of cake, as you said, Melissa, just have a little piece. And right. if you have if you were in or out or at a party or a Zoom party <laughs> right. and you drank too much, just make it up the next day. Have a green drink. Green drinks, you know, can they're powder drinks, they can raise your alkalinity. Do that, you know, just make it up in other ways, but don't deprive yourself too much. I mean, once in a while, it's just not a bad thing. Uh, well, straight, like we got that from a doctor. So I feel, I feel okay now. Can't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> and the stress of that is aging as well. So there you go. Right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Graham. This Graff. has been really great. This has been a great um, uh, podcast. And, you know, just because we have you now, can you tell us a little bit about your line that you, that you have available? Yes, absolutely. I have an anti-aging line that is, and I don't even like the word anti-aging because that means I'm against aging. <laughs> I'm not, right. but I have a line that's based on um, high level ingredients, high quality ingredients, a combination of peptides and also things that you need for your skin. So they're retinol, hyaluronic acid, hydrolyzed collagen, things that actually perform on the skin. Uh, we, you can get some of them at HSN but on their website, but I'm also updating my website now. So if you go there now, there's a landing page, but I will have the whole list of them on there so that, you know, you'll be able to get them or find out about them, you know, on my website when that comes up, which will be soon. I've used your products. They're great. And what I really like is that, you know, for a dermatologist professional, high quality line, they're, they're quite accessible price wise, which is good. That's really good. Yeah, they are accessible. If you, right. If you look at other products that are not, you know, that are in doctors' offices and doctors' lines from other companies, they're very expensive. And my whole goal was to make things affordable. You know, I I came from a family that was not wealthy. And, you know, so I remember my mother used to scrimp and save for what used to be the Helena Rubenstein. Yes. And she would slather it on, but she saved and she would keep it in the refrigerator. I remember that. Aww. So for me, it was kind of important to to make a line that's accessible to pretty much everyone. Well, I think that's great because I think that that way, you know, women, th- there's no excuse to have, you know, not great skincare products, especially if you can get good ones. You, know, you right. also shouldn't and- have to spend, you know, $500 for a facial cream. Right. Right. And right now, because my website is, you know, being updated, I do have people that, you know, do know my line and do want my line. So 
they're asking, you know, they're asking me, they're either calling the office and we're sending it or they're asking me on Instagram, which is fine because we answer everything. So while my website is being updated, that's perfect. Okay. What is, tell everybody your website address. My website is Jeanette, J-E-A-N-N-E-T-T-E, Graph, G-R-A-F-M-D.com. And your Instagram is? Ask Dr. Graph. That's one word, A-S-K-D-R-G-R-A-F, as in Frank. Awesome. Oh, I love that. Uh, I'm following you. I already knew that, but I want to. I'm going to follow you right now. <laughs> oh, okay. awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Graf. We, I really Thank appreciate you. you doing this for us. Yes, and, this was great. Uh, I will see you soon. Yes. I, we're in neighboring town, so that's great. And yeah. this was a lot of fun for me. So She, she hooked me that. up because I won't go into the city, too. So, no, oh, that's great. perfect. Yes. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening and everyone, please stay safe. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Thank you. Have a great one. Take care. Bye-bye.